Oh my God! What? Why do I don't know how, why I smell like that, Principal Raskin? I just I, something must have gotten my car. Anyway, I have to go teach these kids. Anyway, hello, children. Yes, I'm your substitute teacher. Uh, welcome. Uh, I guess internet and class to season 168, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist, the production of iHeartRadio, is the podcast where we take the deepest of dives into America's shared consciousness. And oh, what a time to be looking into that consciousness. It's Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. That just means one day until Joe Biden is president. Let's hope nothing bad happens. I seriously hope that. Um, Let's just say this. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. Because all I want to do is impeach someone. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. All I want to do is impeach someone. I got a feeling so do Republicans. And then you say, uh, <laughs> before the sun comes up on inauguration 21. Boom, 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 boom. I know that whole wow. That whole, whole shit. Thing. It used to be remixed in LA on Kiss FM. Uh, Cheryl mm. Crow used to say, until the sun comes up over something, something, Kiss FM or some shit. Anyway, <laughs> that's just, um, I fucked that up. But anyway, this isn't about me. This is about my guest co-host. Really, you should just be hosting it because I'm, I'm doing a terrible job already. Please welcome into the great. building, not even a little Zamboni, just behemoth Zamboni at this point, Woo-hoo. a force to be reckoned with, with its own gravitational pull. Welcome, mm-hmm. Yami Loftus, Jamie Loftus. On the day I was born, Zamboni's all gathered around, and they gazed in the wide wonder at the Greg they had found. Zamboni spoke up, and he said, Leave this one alone. He could tell right away that I was hamburger phone. Ooh. Oh my God! Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I just like left my body for my head. Um, the, all the blood went to my face. Yeah, shout out to your <laughs> old Twitter hand before the. Yeah, band. I know. I was like, wow, that was a deep. Was cut. that because you, uh, you, you violated the Olympics pristine copyright? Was that the? Was that what precipitated yeah, that was, the abandoning got- <laughs> of at hamburger phone? Yeah, I got deplatformed by the International Olympics Committee. So weird. So weird. Yet Rudy's still out here dropping receipts of his connections to (laughs) God knows what at this point. But yeah, don't fuck with the IOC. Evil organizations um, on this planet currently. So yeah, that for them. Well, thank you for stopping by. You know, Jack had important things to do. Uh, so yeah, I was I was nice gonna to say I, I if he asked me to sub for him while he got the vaccine I would um, flip a table yeah and um, well, but, he, but I'd start flipping tables because you know, know well I caught him at the makeup store because he was looking for prosthetics to look like an elderly man to jump the line <laughs> so we'll see what happens allegedly I don't want to cast aspersions but I saw that shit with my eyes anyway we <laughs> have to you know we have to introduce our guest right now. You know, somebody yes. who's been on the show once, twice. Is this thrice now? Yeah, that's my yes. third time. This is thrice oh, times yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, please a welcome back from the, from Portland, Oregon. I mean, one of the one of the just focal points of political discourse <laughs> at the moment, depending on what party you're in. Tori Williams Douglas. Oh, hi. I'm so excited to welcome be here back. in my nice burned out city. Yay. Yeah. What's that like with everybody? I feel like that's been the uh, punching bag for everyone deflecting about the insurrection. Like, oh, but I, but okay, but Portland. You guys, we lit a dumpster on fire outside of the police station downtown. Mm. I don't know if you know, but that's the same as like domestic terrorism. Yeah. Um, and I remember a lot of the people who stormed the Capitol were being disappeared in vans, too. That right. I felt like it was another thing that was... Uh, disappeared onto flights that they had booked previously. <laughs> because that's how you do a coup, is you show up. You're like, I'm going to be here for three nights. Okay, Hyatt. Then I, then I yeah. got to go back home. <laughs> but let's not let's be real. I'm not, I can't really eat up in all my vacation time. The revolution. The yeah. revolution has got to be on my schedule. That's what's so weird, too. Is like, you know, at the same time, we're all still burdened by laboring for money. So, like, even as much as you want to turn up and kick off the revolution, you can't cross your boss. <laughs> like, you can't fuck nope. that up. 
Uh, or you lose your health care if you yeah. had it in the Jesus first place. Jesus Christ. But maybe we can Love maybe this. we can fight for that too. But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other round of uh <laughs> realizations we're gonna have to have in the country. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about what we're gonna get into before we kick off our talking here. Uh first we're gonna talk about some cool math from uh President elect Joe Biden about two thousand dollar checks. We'll see how that we'll check in on that story. What has become of the $2,000 checks. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, Senator James Lankford from Oklahoma pulling a moment where I don't, it's just one of the most disingenuous moments of someone knowing what the fuck they were doing and then acting like, oh my, oh God, was that huh? voting to throw out the results of the election was going to disenfranchise? I did. Well, I didn't mean that. Uh, people of color from the state of Oklahoma. So we'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit, just one last time, just talk about the wall because the president's about to be out. We don't have to talk about the wall ever again, but there's just a couple things nice. I just wanted to bring up about the wall uh, before we before he exits the building. Uh, and then we'll also talk about um, just, there's some developments from that, that like story that happened over the break about that. Remember on, there was a flight where someone had needed CPR mid-flight due to COVID? Yes. Okay, yeah. well, there's been like, then there, there's a few levels of developments that I hadn't realized, and we'll talk about that. Or maybe it'll be old news to you, and you can just laugh your way through it. But before we get to any of that, we got to ask our guest, Tori, yeah. what is something from your search history that is revealing, you know, about who you are, or who you've become, or who you are becoming, or what pill you're taking? I got red pilled, you guys. Um, so yeah, my search history. Honestly, I've been reading everything that I can about Ted Cruz and whether or not he can be charged with sedition and thrown out of the Senate because he was kind of like my target for. Um, I wanted to make it so that he couldn't run next twenty twenty four. I think is when he's up for re-election. Yeah. I, yeah, something like that. Um, and so I've been like trying to figure out you know, what his weaknesses are and like who has dirt on him. And so, but then he Whoa. did this thing where, you know, he basically committed treason. So I'm just trying to see like yeah. what my options are. Yeah. You know? Right. For your doing oh, yeah. some cool oppo right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's our, you know, back in the day when I used to do dirt digging for money, uh, I used to have all these like sock puppet Facebook accounts and shit to try and like be friends with their kids. And oh, figure out yep. what the fuck they're posting. <laughs> yeah, that was the boy. best way to do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, that's so tight, bro." And then you see like party photos, and you're like, <laughs> and then there's really nothing. But it's a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally get that. I mean, you think like, yeah, Holly and Cruz, as much as they thought they were making a good move, it's you know, it seems like the tide is turning. But at the end of the day, it, uh, yeah. it, it's so hard to know because there's such little appetite to hold people accountable when mm -hmm, you get yeah. to that level. I don't know why. It's like they're it's... all friends and they don't give a fuck about the people they're representing. Um, I remember, do you remember, uh, this is this is really old Ted Cruz gossip and it's not even good. But do you remember when everyone was like, Ted Cruz drinks lukewarm soup for lunch every day? <laughs> no. That? <laughs> there was like someone on Ted Cruz. This is like four or five years ago now, like back when he was running for president where they're like, Ted Cruz, what does he eat on the campaign trail? Lukewarm soup every fucking day. <laughs> that's, Serial that's killer my shit. Oppo. That's my, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely murderers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could take like, remember the old Drake the type sort of memes that they used to do back like eight years ago on the internet? He'd like Drake the type of dude who opened the oh, door yeah. for himself and be like, why, thank you. Or like Drake the type of dude who'd be poopy at the urinal with his pants all the way down. Um, mm. I feel like you could just do Ted Cruz now and they all hold as well. Yeah, they're probably um, all factually true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, so wait, so are you going to run? Is that what you're saying? You're going to run for Senate in Texas? I'm going to run for. No. Oh, okay. oh, God, no. I just wanted to make sure. No, I don't want to be one there. of those people. I don't want to sell <laughs> you know, out. Come on, I would go I'm from in Portland. Just, I'm from but, Portland. Come yeah, on. You, you, but you go in and you just you just do like the thing where like, yeah, maybe I'll get voted out, but I'm gonna be buck wild while I'm in here. You know? It's when you it's <laughs> yes, when it's, yes. it's when you pursue re-election when things get dodged. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We should. I mean, we definitely need to primary cruise. Like, let's do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just afraid that I would be too tempted by power to like keep my personal morality and ethics in place oh wow oh okay that's so, good so you know it would it would corrupt you you feel 
Well, I don't want I don't want to give it the opportunity to do so because that would right. then wow. defeat the entire purpose of like know my life's work. Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. I'll see. You know, I'm 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 open to it. Maybe it'll corrupt yeah. me. Who knows? Okay. okay. You know, okay. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm we'll I'm down to out. try it. We'll yeah, come to your house. Please though. That's do. The thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'll be like, "What are you guys doing? We're like, friends." So nice. <laughs> God, uh, just because I like okay to massive real estate development over what could have been affordable <laughs> housing, just because I gave a massive donation to my reelection campaign. What's wrong with you guys? Literally every anyway. time I protest outside a city councilor's house, they're like, "Stop! <laughs> Not even funny." People are trying to sleep, and it's like, "Yeah, people are trying to live in like with you know a roof over their head." So, yeah. and you decided to just take the whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like, it should be fashion- fashionable just to go in there, do the right thing. But I don't give a fuck. You think I'm here to get reelected, bro? I'm here to do the <sighs> fucking work. I have thought about I have thought about primarying one of the old white guys who's like in the U.S. like Oregon U.S. Senate because they're all Democrats mm-hmm. except for one. Right. So I'm like I can join the squad, but then I'm just like again, would mm. I lose like my morality? Would I yeah. be like, oh, we gotta you know we gotta make these trade offs? Mm-hmm. And then it's right. like, you know, it's one a next- slippery slope. Yeah, as the, the one right thing likes to say. <laughs> I always hear is like my buddy who works in government. He's like, we just need more people of like good conscience to work in the bureaucracy too he's like there's so many things that get fucked up because we focus on elected officials but when it comes down to the people who are like allocating the money and figuring out how to do that it's a whole other layer of lack of imagination lack of like purpose and you know he's always like I'm just saying, man, I wish you'd say that more like elected office is good, but like we also need people who understand what needs to happen to also work like in for the municipality as well. As much as it might be anathema to some people, it's like there's a whole other layer of gridlock there, too, because you got lifers in there who are like, oh, no, I've been here for 40 years not giving a fuck. You think I'm going to start now? Like imagine your job, right? Any everybody who goes to job, you look at like the older, higher up senior people to you when you enter. Like, man, these motherfuckers don't get it. You know what I mean? Every right. job is like that. You're like, wait right. till they're out, and I'll get this motherfucker running right. Um, yep. Now imagine that for not changing for decades when it comes to the bureaucracy, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <please."> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Local government, yeah. man, it's yeah. important. I feel like we forget um, that sometimes. Tori, what is something you thinks underrated? Underrated public health mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. Public health education is what I'm mm-hmm. ranting about right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Extremely like, hyping hot Imagine tight. if people knew like how vaccines worked. Imagine. Just imagine this world with me where we taught kids in high school how vaccines worked. Just the general mm-hmm. stuff. Just yeah. the general stuff. If we taught uh if we taught kids like, hey, so we live in a community and mm-hmm. that means that like your health affects the people that are around you. You mean we live in a society? And um, uh, so wait, hold on. Let me get my joker makeup. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, uh, Jamie. <laughs> we truly, yeah, we we have man, a man. We're like, yeah, we're very. I find my like. You realize how these illiteracy points or these blind spots you have, like, where financial illiteracy, I think, is just wildly pervasive for like mm-hmm. our generation in general, most people overall. But like specifically, I feel like I'm constantly talking with my friends being like, what do I, what's the thing for retiring? And I'm like, bro, we're in our mid thirties, bro. It's, it's gone. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's, it's too late. <laughs> well, we've, we've been going, we've been living too long, not knowing what to do. But yeah, I feel like with the public health stuff, it's also uh, quite apparent with vaccine talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, what what sort of public health um, education did you get? I feel like the closest I ever really got was like sexually transmitted stuff. But outside mm-hmm. of that, like we didn't get much in terms of like community health was a totally mysterious concept to me. Like we just learned basically nothing. They were just like, here, hold a basketball and say you have your period so you don't have to actually play with it. <laughs> Like that was my right. entire health education. Right, you oh commodified it. Oh my right. god! Oh my god! Well, I mean, yeah. Like, also, I mean, anatomy is also kind of important to teach to kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. turns out. But you know, we have YouTube now, so teacher, nobody has to teach That's that true. anymore. I was um, just saying the other day how like Love Line basically taught right? me most of the shit I knew uh, about my own right? body, like in the late '90s and shit. It 
took being in my bed like with the with earphones on to yeah. my radio because exactly. you know they're talking that wild sex shit on K Rock um, was how I <laughs> would hear like just very direct conversation about genitalia. Right. Yeah. Uh, any kind of STD, any kind of like reproductive health question. Whereas before, like, cause I went to, you know, a Lutheran school, you basically learned how to like, it's like, all right, little girls go in this room, boys go with the creepy football coach and you will take classes on how to just take care of your genitals or something. And that was like the extent <laughs> of it. It didn't feel very complete. Right. Yeah. Yep. I also think because there's so many like anti, um, sex ed crusaders that if Mm -hmm. we put it under the umbrella of public health Mm -hmm. maybe we could sneak some more effective sex ed in there yeah or then they're just like this is why we need to defund public health because (laughs) they're teaching our kids how to be responsible with their their hands and wear a mask (laughs) yeah damn anyway defund public health yeah do it um and lastly tori what is something you think is overrated I mean, clearly unity is way overrated. Unity. We all got to come together, you guys. You guys. What did we do yeah. for these last five years that you you think that, like, we should just come together now? What have we been doing? Like, border walls? What are you talking about? No. Like, stop trying to sow division. <laughs> Literally. Please. What are you doing? I don't. What? Oh, yeah. A blaze of gaslighting. Just like a last <laughs> Truly. flash yes. point. Yes. That's oh why the God. like on Wednesday before the insurrection kicked off and this in the Senate, they wanted to talk about like, you know, when Mitch McConnell gave his grand like it's over. Oh we're gonna I was like I was just tweeting, I'm like, Gaslight Fest 2021 has kicked <laughs> off in fucking earnest. Mm-hmm. Because it was mm-hmm. it was so infuriating to have all of these people who have been rah rahing this shit since fucking 2016 mm-hmm. uh, and some earlier to now act like they're like, and I just, you know, where have we come? And it's really time we move past this disgusting president. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, did, did Mitch shit. McConnell have literally like Aaron Sorkin do punch up on his shitty fucking speech? I was just like, God damn it. That whole, that whole Senate. <laughs> The beginning of that Senate meeting, I'm like, Aaron Sorkin is at home just stroking his pee-pee on this one. <laughs> like, this is it's such bullshit. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do we do? How do you unify? Who do you want to unify with? Who do we unite? Uh, the the people who are actively, like, have an articulated, like, plan of just, you know, uh, presenting themselves as an existential threat to the other? Is that who's supposed to begin, like, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Right. Please. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. It's like you've only told us for decades that you want to destroy us. So, um, yeah. yeah, please join our party. Actually, we're just we're just conservatives in disguise. You guys, it's fine. Right. It's like, but hold on. But I don't know. Nah, this this can't be. I, I'm pretty sure you're not here for you actually stand for nothing except for mm. minority rule of this class of people, this gr- yeah. group of people, white America. That's yeah. really because I don't see anything tangible like a platform that says that would speak to someone who isn't a uh, conservative and be like oh well hold on look what they're doing here with uh with you know uh debt relief or you know uh rent relief for people during the pandemic oh this is an interesting way to 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 cover um like increasing wages for educators oh that's interesting no that's none of that mm-hmm, it's like no. so what the fuck no. <laughs> you know it's like no. this is bullshit <laughs> y'all are bullshit no not. sorry no it's 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 true so true, yeah. but you know, whatever. Helping people with their rent is communism, and I don't know if you know, but communism has a death toll. And I'm told yeah, not good. by the right that capitalism does not have a death toll. So, fun Boy. facts. Boy, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is what I'm told. I'm just, you know, it might be, okay. it might be, it might not be real, but you know, I'm just passing. That's good info, though. I was, I, I, I had a feeling like not having access to capital has never caused someone to die. Mm-mm. Please tell me Definitely. more. <laughs> no, not that I can tell. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make Damn. any sense. What? No, be- like a for-profit healthcare system? And Aye. people making $7 an hour? Right. I, we'll see. Like we're saying, you know, I was saying even flippantly at the top of the show, like, we'll see how many of these painful realizations still have to be made. You know, like, uh-huh. again, it was like, yeah. it took people to watch a slow motion murder on camera to be like, oh, wow, racism and policing and just generally in the country? Huh. Huh. Then it took 
people storming a capital for then the elites to be like, huh, is this, uh, I thought the extremism stuff was just like, like jokey stuff. Huh. Okay. Maybe oh, we'll serious do about something. That. Yeah. It really, it's unfortunate that it takes so much just chaos and pain and violence, you know, before there's even like a, the sensation that, uh, attention has to be drawn in that direction. So. Yeah, uh, you know when Wall Street has like a harsher reaction than the Senate, <laughs> right? You're fucked. <laughs> That's what <Right>. that means. One hundred percent. Oh well, uh, let's let's move on and take a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about you know just what's just the state of things. See what the COVID relief package is going to look like. But we'll do that right after this. And we're back. And Joseph R. Biden, he doesn't lie when it comes to when. Well, let me finish. When it comes to him saying he wants to reach across the aisle, he truly does not lie about that. He is 100 percent across the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) He's laying his suit jacket across and be like, yes, please walk all over it over here, please. Uh, Yeah. You know, so. His, you know, $1.9 trillion COVID relief package rolled out at the end of last week. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God. Wow, this is great. There is stuff like being in there that people need. Sure. There's also a lot of shortcomings and a lot of deception that I I agree with other people who um, are a little who are a little scratching their head at this on for multiple reasons. Um, now, again, yes, there is good things in there, like extending um, the unemployment benefits mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that was needed, obviously, yeah. uh, increasing the three hundred dollar per week to four hundred. Great mm-hmm. uh, evictions. They're saying fifty billion dollars in rent relief, which is great. Fantastic. However, experts say we need about 70 to do this right to yeah, not, not actually to yeah. not actually have that fall onto people and completely wow. burden them and bury them. So, OK. That's fine. You got 50 to 70. Maybe you can make that up. There's maybe there's time. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just want to point out this $2,000 check thing, because if you paid attention the last few weeks, $2,000 checks has been like the the fucking you know menu item everyone's been looking at. And even Donald Trump <laughs> managed to be right. like, yep, two, 2K. That's that was a wild day. That was a wild day. Yeah, I mean, well, both candidates in Georgia were running on the two thousand dollars stimulus. Like everyone was talking two thousand dollars, and now all of a sudden, it's this cute little addition problem. Yeah, it's so okay. I know I said two thousand. I know I Joseph R. Biden came even myself came to Georgia and said, "Hey, uh, black people, help me get Ossoff and Warnock in here, and I'm cutting two thousand dollar checks." Fucking on the 20th at 1201 family is on uh, cut to the Senate. The, the It's been flipped. Uh, they've delivered the two senators. And now we're seeing fourteen hundred dollar checks. Now you're saying, Jamie, 14. OK, here's OK. I know I said two thousand, but, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. OK. So where's the two thousand? OK, let me finish. OK. 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 In December, how much uh-huh. was the checks that they approved in December? How much was that numerically? They, they were they were six hundred. Okay, and I said how much I'm going to give people. You said you were going to give us two thousand on January. No, 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 no. 20th. Okay, hold on, hold on. But what am I saying now? What's the January check 20th. I'm cutting? But the checks I'm cutting now. You said they're going to be fourteen hundred. Okay, fourteen hundred plus six hundred uh-huh. equals. I don't think that's relevant to what we're talking well, about. Well, you, you got two thousand. On January 20th. I have but to you, add? Well, you didn't see. When I said $2,000, uh-huh. I I actually, there was somebody behind me holding up an asterisk on a on a fucking placard uh, that oh, said terms and conditions may apply. short. I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. They're taxing the $2,000. That's all it is. Yeah. You just have to pay taxes okay. on it. Yeah, time. yeah. That's what, <laughs> Oh, my God. Holy so shit. we're looking at a thing where, yes, $2,000 was dangled in front of people. And now we're doing the thing of like, oh, well, what I meant was 600 from December that most of people, a lot of people have got. And then 1400, that's already we're beginning this slippery slope of bullshit, um, which isn't a surprise. This is why, you know, I think a lot of people were going into this were like, 
No one's expecting Joe Biden to actually deliver mm-hmm. on any of this shit, sadly. But all we all we have is the opportunity just to delay, you know, the nonsense we saw from January 6th from becoming like totally every day. The, a lot of the things is like, right, it's a the package is 1.9. So it's under the two trillion that apparently Republicans had such a hard time dealing with. So you figure, okay, so by kneecapping the 2000 to 1400, you've managed to bring that cost down to make it palatable for Republicans. But my question is, these people were just rah rahing the 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 insurrection. There's the GOP is now a sedition party and you still want to give them a seat at the table and act as if any objection they would have is valid. That's where I'm now. Like, what? What? Mere days after still promising 2002. Like, it just doesn't, I don't know. It, it makes me, so, like, you're totally right that no one actually expects him to come through with absolutely anything that he promised. But the bar is so, ab- like, below the floor, like, several layers deep into the crust of the earth for this administration. And I know that it's, it's like, I'm glad people are pissed off about it because I know people are running out of energy. Um <laughs> For things to allocate, well, yeah. pissed off about, but this it's it's ridiculous. It's a like a I mean, everyone's posting two tweets from Joe Biden made two like three to four days apart, where he flips on the promise in real time, and it's like yeah. well, you can't. It's you know, he he finds enough money to like to to do all his shit. Like there there's no reason that he can't keep this one promise it's also terrible optics for that administration like i don't think that they actually truly give a fuck about people in a meaningful way but even just from a pr standpoint this is like an extremely like short-sighted ridiculous thing to do like i just don't how like how not smart do they think we are (laughs) apparently ridiculously not smart or they completely are out of touch with what people are, are needing right now you know what I mean? Yeah. More than that, that it's like, well, it's fourteen hundred. I know? think they they do know though. It's like ugh, they they know they know that they're not giving people enough. But well, they, wasn't but, that that tweet that was going around last month of like six hundred dollars is what rich people think, poor people think is a lot of right. money, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, so they're like they're still gonna like this is still a lot of money for yeah exactly. You know. I think it ends there without being like what that difference is when right. you have. A child with special needs or you Mm -hmm. have a child or maybe a parent you tell or a relative or a partner like things vary they they vary for different people and to to act like six hundred dollars it's truly going to mean the difference unfortunately between life and death i assume just based on how the the pandemic's panning out how just everything we're seeing in the and even Mm -hmm. you know that viral video, unfortunate viral video of that mother who was like sobbing about how she couldn't afford insulin, which is unfortunately mm-hmm. very normal and tragically yeah, that was happening normal. before the pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But $600 that you want to fucking go back on that. I think that's what's ridiculous. And, you know, you see some there's like, you know, some Biden stands coming out in the media, whether it's people being like, wow, really impressed, like just completely blowing past the fact that he said 2000 and now it's 1400 to just be like, this is so great, blah, blah, blah. There's some there's like a Jezebel article is like, I can't believe I'm yes queening Joe Biden. And to <laughs> your point, like- Jamie, that's how low the bar is. It's like, well, hold on. You're only yes queening Joe Biden because the bar is like subterranean at the moment. And there's yeah. no. It's just because you saw the top of his bald head coming out the dirt. You're like, oh, there he is. <laughs> He's <laughs> he done lived. it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it's it's just not a good time to like start licking that boot. Like, why <laughs> why right now would you be inclined to lick a boot for someone who is not even giving you what he promised three days ago? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, yeah. And 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 people are so. I mean, it's like everyone, you know. I, I know that everyone is desperate for him to be the president so that the current president is not the president. But that doesn't mean that uh, we have to lick this man's boot. We don't. And I, ugh, I just, and it you pisses won't. me off. And I won't. Yeah. I mean, it's ugh. again, a lot of people, you know, the other more, you know, establishment logic or like, well, you, you got to see what you can pass. You got to see what you can pass. And we look, 
Joe Biden knows. He he went through the same exercise in the Great Recession when he was the vice mm-hmm. president, and yeah. they tried to pass a stimulus bill that economists are like seven. That's that's not even eight hundred billion. What the fuck are you gonna do with that? And like we're gonna stimulate the economy. They're like fuck you will with that. That's nothing. Are you? I'm telling you, I'm a fucking economist. This us, the group of people you consulted with said that is not enough money. And then they say, well, we can't get Republicans to agree. Okay, then, but that isn't enough. So what the, and and it kicked off a very slow recovery because of Mm -hmm. that. And we're we're looking down the exact, like not the exact same, but we're in a very similar situation Mm -hmm. where we have experts saying it's a lot of money, but unfortunately this is what it's going to take if you want to take care of American citizens. Right. Um, And based on the other things I'm seeing, billionaires did fine. So I think you might have some money you can come and collect, scrape up a little bit to to offset a little bit of this. But yeah, here we are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that what is what's so fascinating about all of this, right, is that the 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 extra unemployment is really what kept the economy from tanking, like yeah. back in April and May, right? Because people still had people still had the ability to buy the things that they needed. Right. Right. And so I think to say, even even though it's like, oh, well, it's six hundred dollars and like maybe that's a ton of money to some people and maybe it's not. I don't really know. Some people don't deserve it, quote unquote. Right. That's always like mm-hmm. the argument on the right. It's like, well, rich people don't deserve two thousand dollars. But it worked. Right. <laughs> it worked right. to right. give people the extra money. It worked. It kept our economy from bottoming out. You know, mm-hmm. and if we just added that to like taxing Jeff Bezos, like maybe we could break even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's funny because these billionaires spend it's cheaper for them to literally weaponize the ignorance of people on the right to yep. try and storm a capital than pay their taxes. <laughs> it's like for real. You know, what uh-huh. I mean, the long run is cheaper for me to throw all this money like dark money, pack money um, into fucking around with governance than to actually pay taxes. That's kind of the trade off here. Like they do yeah. that because that's the way they yeah. can keep shit. Like, so th- that's another just hopeful, an element that I think will be hopefully be brought to light with the mainstream media when, if, you know, if these investigations are actually going to truly begin revealing the sources of how a lot of these people are funded yeah. um, and, you know, the platform that this money is creating. So mm-hmm. I don't know, just something to keep your eye on. But we see you, Joe. If you say 2000, it has to be 2000. I don't know. I don't know any context you can say that and it be okay. Like I'm trying to even find the elasticity in my logic to be like, oh, okay. If you said you're going to like, unless you're saying I'm going to give you, I'm going to get you that other 600 in a couple weeks. Right. Then, right. Okay. You can break it up. Yeah. That might. That, okay. I understand that. But don't be like, Oh man, you remember in fifth grade I gave you five bucks that time, and then you didn't give me the change back. I think there was two there. So that's a deduction, actually. So, so and... add that to it, and you're like, <laughs> "What? I gave you a twenty dollar bill, and you said you would pay me back, and now we're talking about past month? No, no. Yeah. Um, and if you wouldn't accept that in your personal life, you know, you damn sure you shouldn't expect that or accept that uh, from a president who is trying to get your vote. Like, but yeah. Lessons being learned. <sighs> Let's move on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's why it's like exhausting. Like slowly just being run over by right. a truck. <laughs> but it's only it's only running over your toe right now. So you're just like, ah, oh, oh, stop it. <laughs> And then when it gets to like your chin, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, okay. So let's talk about James Lankford. He okay. is a senator from Oklahoma. And, you know, I think he's a good example of like a broader discussion of how politicians on the right or conservatives like will never accept how their ideology and policies over the last century or so have just been an actual manifestation of white supremacy mm-hmm. um, because it's it's because it's just like, well, I'm not racist. I just think the election was stolen or yeah. this has nothing to do with race. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because whether they are because they are so ignorant that they cannot see the complexity of what they're caught in or they are just just that willfully racist and are like, oh, yeah, but I'm going to be a little deceptive about it and use these little word games to dance my way out of actually saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm old school. I don't think I don't think black and brown people or anybody who's not 
of my certain culture uh, to prosper. So James Lankford, I think, is a good example because he's doing the thing where he's pretending like he doesn't know what any of this is. Um, he signed on at first to that sedition caucus letter to be like, yo, I'm going to be one of the senators who's going to fucking re- try and reverse the course of this election. And I will use my vote to do that. And then once the shit went down, uh, he reversed course. He was like, Ooh, da-da-da. he, he was one of the few people who's like, okay, eh, that was that was a little too much. That was a little too much. Okay. I see what I, I think, uh, even for me, that was a little, that was a bridge too far, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So even though he tried to, at the last minute, find his spirit and soul, uh, a lot of people were like, mm, I don't think you can escape this, especially the black people of Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. They were very upset, as a lot of just Oklahomans were as well, just yeah. realizing what their senator was participating in, essentially yeah. making like, you know, as, as much as he would say, we just got to make sure the election was fair or we have to restore the people's faith in elections. It was just about making sure that minority rule was still effective, you know, mm-hmm. because for a lot of these people watching Georgia go full blue face, bust down Tatiana uh, without protesters and violence and things like that. And it just simply off the strength of, you know, people of color getting mm-hmm. like maneuvering, outmaneuvering voter suppression. That was shocking. They're like, wait, we have all this shit set up so we can keep it at least gridlocked. But now that it's happening, it's like there's a bit a sense of panic because that is starting to erode. The effectiveness of that is starting to erode as more people are also starting to be like, oh, I have voting power. So if this was all about taking away the votes of these marginalized people. So because of the pressure he was under from people be, be like disgusted with his vote, he puts out this sort of deflective, you know, oh, I didn't realize what was going on letter. Quote, what I did not realize was of all of the national conversation about states like Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Michigan was seen as casting doubt on the validity of votes coming out of predominantly black communities like Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Detroit. After decades of fighting for voting rights, many black friends in Oklahoma saw this as a direct attack on their right to vote, for their vote to matter, and even a belief that their votes made an election in our country illegitimate. I can assure you, my intent to give a vote, uh, to give a voice to Oklahomans who had questions, what, who had questions, was never also an intent to diminish the voice of any black American. I should have recognized how what I said and what I did could be interpreted by many of you. I deeply regret my blindness to that perception. And for that, I am sorry. The Tulsa massacre is 100 years old this year. I'm so sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. That's what he said is I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. That's what that that (laughs) apology was. I'm sorry that you saw that for that, but I'm going to say it's not. Um, Somebody smell gas? (laughs) (laughs) What was going on? It's uh, I'm just curious what this blind spot like. Do you think, you know, even Tori, in your work, Mm -hmm. encountering, interacting with all kinds of people, ideologies and racism, Mm -hmm. what the split is of people who are like, you know, actual, truly out here to ride for racism and the ones that are so ignorant and caught up in this like team sports mentality that they just can't budge from beginning to see any nuance of anything. I don't know. Well, I'm always trying I mean, to figure with, out what the what, what it is with U.S. senators. Like, no, that's all bullshit. You yeah, know yeah, exactly no, not, what you're doing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, no, no, you get no, there because no. you're the smartest racist. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it really, really depends. I think it varies a lot from from place to place. Um, especially, I think that they're, um, you know, Oregon kind of has this reputation as being like wildly progressive, and it's it's not right. Like, mm-hmm. we've got we have plenty of people here who want to disenfranchise people mm-hmm. um and you know even people like on the east side of the state they're like well you're not voting the way that we want and we should be able to be in charge even though there's fewer people here so we're just gonna right. go join idaho <laughs> just like, right, guys, right, right like that's not how this works right yeah but i, I mean i think it, just, it really just kind of depends but there are definitely i think the people like the higher up you get the more people are they know what they're doing yeah, right. Of course, right. Like the like it's it's. I would say people kind of like on the lower end of the socioeconomic ladder, right? The people that are used by well, the white people that are used by powerful people to like oppress, do the oppression work for them, so they don't mm-hmm. have to get their hands dirty. Like I don't think that most of them know explicitly, right? I think mm-hmm. 
if you sat down with them, you might be able to get them to a point where they're like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, I see how this adds up. I disagree with you still. And I still, I, you know, these are still my values. Because I see like the one thing, especially in looking at like, you know, a lot of right wing chatter on the internet and just mm -hmm. seeing how that conversation is going. A lot of them have arrived to the point of just saying, uh, well, every if if we don't agree with them, we're racist, right? You know what I mean? And that's yeah. and like oh, and everything's white supremacy because it is. Mm. But it's almost like how do you talk <laughs> to someone who you're like, you know? It's like it was like it's like intervening with someone. Sometimes mm -hmm. you say drinking problem, and it's like the alarm, like they they that can't be heard or they whatever right. it is. Shut down, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a shutdown, and again, so no meaningful communication can occur at that point. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm also curious, like, is there because I also understand if for them they're they've completely been robbed of any context right. nuance that it right. to them it's just saying everything they say is just that. Well, it isn't because I'm not. I've never participated in a lynch mob, or I've right. never said this or. Da, da, da. So, like, that's just getting fired up without, like, so I'm. It, that's why I'm always just like, I don't even know how a corner can begin begin to be turned if mm -hmm. I don't. And then it's almost like, and I'm not trying to coddle racist people, but I'm like, is there another way that it has to be explained to even begin for something to like thaw or begin to melt? But I don't know. That's why I'm just like. Wow, yeah, I'm not really sure because place. it's like we do, I mean, working class white people and working class people of color have so much to make common cause over, right? right? Like, they deal with so many of the same issues. They both have a government that doesn't give a fuck about them um, and like their needs and how they're going to pay their bills and get health care, right? right? So it, it, I think that I don't think that they're going to hear it from people of color. Right. I really don't. Right. And they don't they feel very sensitive I think fairly um, about being talked down to and, and like condescended to because they feel like rich people already do that to them. Um, and so I think that that was kind of, I think that was like a big part of why they rallied behind Trump was they were like, Oh, he's going to be a bully for us. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he's going to throw yeah. people around for us. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that there are conversations that can be had, but I don't think that those conversations starting out, I think that's white people work essentially is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's yeah. like, Hey, look, like we're all getting screwed over if we all just work together on this one issue. Right. And that's, what's been most effective. Like at least in the research that I've seen in the U S is that, you know, you don't have to do like the party thing, just find a bunch of people who are affected by one single issue and make that the thing that you focus on. Get right. Everybody on board with mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Like labor rights or minimum wage or, you know, healthcare access. And you just focus on that one thing that, that can actually get people to work together um, as opposed to being like, well, you just need to be a leftist, right? Or you need to be more progressive right. or you're just or conservative because it's like, or whatever. Right. right. Cause it's like, you're what they hear is you're too stupid to know like what's best for you. And mm -hmm. while we do, I, I mean, I do believe that they're voting against their own self-interest. Right. Um, I think that we also have to engage with the fact that, you know, if you feel like someone has said to you, well, you're stupid, but actually sit down. Cause I need to tell you what's what. Like people aren't really going to go for that. I think that there mm -hmm. has to be. Right. Um, I think it's. I just, yeah. I think it's white people work. I think that those conversations had to be had. And I don't know that again. It's going to be like a political party thing. But I think on issues you can get people who would identify as conservative to like make common cause right with more yeah, progressive like, ideas. Because like that anger of not having shit or feeling like your bills are adding up or whatever is right. being re projected onto this like fucking Schumer blah, ah, shit. Yeah. And then right, like at exactly. a certain point, like it's going to hollow you out because mm -hmm. you can only, but without actually addressing your material needs that potentially could be solved through better policy. Right. Um, right. And a lot of it too, is they see they're like, well, you know, minorities don't deserve assistance. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, why should they be able to cut in line? I mean, this is going to be the exact same thing with the COVID vaccine of like, well, how come those people get to cut in line? Like, what, are they more right. important than me? Um, so I think, you know, there's very much that attitude of like, well, like undocumented people, that's not what they say, are stealing all of our health care. So I'm opposed to universal health care because I don't want illegals to have it. Like, yeah. that's that's an argument. That's a very common argument. Right. right. Um, and it's one of those things where you have to explain. It's like this isn't as it's not zero sum. Like health care isn't just because someone who is undocumented gets health care doesn't mean 
you don't also you get health care. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I think if you make it about the issue, like a specific issue, instead of about politics, you get a lot right. farther with that. I think just got to be, got to say everything for everyone. <laughs> That's all. It, I'm honest. You know what I mean? Like, because it's true. That's why I'm like, it's this team sport shit. The second right. it's attached to this person's a Democrat, this person, because it happens. Yeah. It's, it's all over the place. I mean, yes, like it's but this is what it is, you know, like because this is everyone's retreating to their corners. But, yeah, I feel like if there is a way to just like just to speak to the human exist, your condition, the existence, right. the lived experience of being a person being like more food. You know what I mean? Fucking free food. What? Free food. Free food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like For who? For who? Anybody. You need food? Come through, bro. Right. I got if you it. Need it. We got it for you. Totally. What do you need? Mm-hmm. What you need? What you need? We got it. What you need? We got it. Party. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you'd hope. Yeah, awesome. But again, because it's a zero sum game, it's almost like that conservatives look at even generosity as right. still being like, well, it's finite. Right. You know, there's yeah. no and that's what they're told. Way. That's what they're told by their political leaders, quote unquote, is that if other people get some, that's less for you. Yeah. And so we're not going to give anybody yeah. anything like that's the that's right. the part they don't say is like, OK, so ignoring all the massive wealth hoarding. They're like, oh, don't look at all this wealth hoarding happening well, right. over here. Uh-huh. It's yeah, the that. same conversation anybody has. Most people, I think everybody has if they ever ask for a raise at their job. Mm. Well, you know, if we if we did that, then or. I just got to see there's just not enough right now. You know what I mean? Like it's right. and it's if and if it, if you were talking to a CEO, they're not having those conversations. We'd be like, well, could they make less? And then wouldn't that create <laughs> right. the money? Isn't that a way to to do that for me? Oh, well, first of all, what the f- shut the fuck up. We're never going to do that, which is sort of like where we're at. Like we don't even have the imagination as a nation to be like, yeah, but what about you, though? You got it. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah. So run your shit. You know what I mean? Because we don't got it. Because right. yeah. because we're tired of being told, hey, uh, you know, if uh, you know, because if I do that, then this guy's gonna want eyes for their kid, and then the, the other person wants a neck brace. You know, it's like, yo, fuck that. But you live in a fucking golden whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Uh, you know, it's yeah. Well, we hope the discourse can begin to like more people have that imagination to be like, it's yes. all the things are possible. It's just that like, we got to stop acting like you want Elon Musk to have, you know, $11 billion. And that's like his right to yeah. do that. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Jeff Bezos, any of these fucking people. It's just <laughs> that those graphs showing how, how these billionaires made out over the last year. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. would, I don't know how you look at that and think that's cool. Good for that's him. cool. Yeah, like that's cool. That's cool that the people who already had more money than they could ever spend in their lives, um, like are doubling their their net worth or adding, increasing it by forty percent, thirty percent. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and then look at what's happening because it's true. They're drinking our fucking milkshake. Okay, that's what it is. They're drinking <laughs> right. our fucking milkshake from all the way across the room in their mansions. And then we're still over here fighting each other, not realizing, like, actually, you're drinking the milkshake. Motherfucker, they're drinking the milkshake over there. The billionaires are. They've been there out there. They're fucking drinking so much of it. They're yet in they a got great us lake out here. Of milkshake over yeah, there. pointing they're- fingers at each other when no one has the ability to drink the milkshake. Anyway. Yeah. Loving this Paul this Thomas, metaphor. this Paul Thomas Anderson <laughs> metaphor like, brought to you by a stoner like, bro. <laughs> you know, got hey, look, I got to give it up for my Valley brethren. <laughs> uh, okay, let's also just one last thing before we get on head on out. I just want to talk about the border wall um, because Trump went there last week um, as part of like his, you know, goodbye to her. I don't understand yeah. like what that even was about. Hi, impeach him, remove him so he can't pardon any more people. How about that? And you might make your investigations more effective. I don't know, whatever. What the fuck do I know? I'm just <laughs> watching everybody get crushed in slow motion. So, you know, what this this wall costs fifteen billion dollars about taxpayer of taxpayer money, roughly. Four hundred uh-huh. miles. Um, which is okay, fine. Um it, 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 I mean, he only built eighty miles of wall where there was nothing there before. 
So think about right. that. Of the 400 mm-hmm. miles, it's like reinforced. <laughs> Only 80 new, and it cost mm-hmm. $15 billion. You know how much money uh, the an, an administration was initially investing into vaccines? $12 billion. Jesus, fuck. Mm. That was the, this is the initial outlay. So <laughs> even when you compare it, we were, again, like you're saying, uh, Tori, investing in physical manifestations of division rather than, you know, putting that into vaccines. Not that he knew. I mean, not that the president could have known there was going to be a pandemic when that money was being spent. But just mm-hmm. to give you an idea of what $15 billion looks like to a politician, mm-hmm. to a wall, sure. COVID, mm, well, let's not get to 15, maybe do 12. We'll see. We'll see what works. And the other thing is a lot of like roads were being made to make to the construction. To the por- yeah, to get to the border. You yeah. have to make a road to get what? to the border. To get to, to build the, the wall, wall. To build the wall. What? Just yes. so you know. Yes, yes. Blasting through mountains and what? ravines to create access roads yes. for the machinery. Those roads no. are now being used for migration. Oh, hell yeah. Not that I'm saying it's a problem, (laughs) but I'm just saying like, bless you, sir, for self. You actually made it easy. You manifested. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. My brain is collapsing. Wow. Yeah. That was just uh, one of the few things I was like, just everything's a self-own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even for, in the name of trying to do what, like what they felt was right, which is really just, just cruel, barbaric shit. Mm -hmm. uh, You ended up making a nice path uh, there. So kudos. Oh, wow. One more day, huh? One more <laughs> One day. More day. I have, I brought one more day and it's all over. If oh, you ever, my- if you watched any late night hosts the other <laughs> week, they're like, guys, li- Joe fucking exhausting. I'm like, did you <laughs> can't wait? Can't wait. Um, I brought my fun story. Okay. Let's do that after the break. And we're back. Jamie, do you have a fun story to talk about? I feel like everything's been a bummer full. You got something good? Mm, I don't know if warm, this is... warm my heart? I, gen- I genuinely struggled to find a fun. <laughs> no, I hear you. I, uh, I, found an, I found an interesting. I settled mm-hmm. for an interesting. I like um, it. It's, it's going back to the, uh, the Tom Cruise COVID-19 on the set of Mission Impossible narrative. Oh, do you remember Mask-gate? that? Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you mean that? Right. So I think last month Tom Cruise had uh, one of his famous little outbursts, um, but it was for once um, not to recruit people to Scientology. It was to get people to wear masks to fight COVID nineteen. <laughs> uh, my theory is not because he actually cares, but because he needs to live forever, and so he needs everyone around him. Um, you know. Oh, to be on his on that protocol. wellness journey with him. Exactly. <laughs> now, as of um, this week, Tom Cruise it reportedly buys robots to enforce COVID nineteen safety on film sets. Wait, hold, wait. So he... hold on, <laughs> please hold on. explain. Just, I have to just stop. You're <laughs> that's the headline. That's the headline. It's on page six. So grain of salt, but he has allegedly bought COVID bots. Cobots. To just patrol the set. He's making a bunch of Robocops to make sure that uh, COVID-19 does not spread on the set of Mission Impossible 7. Allegedly at his own expense. So it someone's a source said, Tom is so serious about making sure the shoot isn't shut down that he's splashed out on these robots as he can't be everywhere to ensure people are behaving themselves. So he has a full-on Big Brother surveillance system on the set of Mission Impossible. So if you so much as take your mask down for a sip of iced coffee, I don't know. I don't know what the ro- what the robot does if it just starts like going like... Wait, is it a video camera or like, I don't know. Is there someone sitting like on the other end of the screen like being like, hey, motherfucker, yeah. please put your mask over your nose. I guess it's a it's a it's a robot and they're patrolling and they have cameras and if you're not okay. wearing a mask I don't know yeah. if it just like texts Tom Cruise I don't know who what it does if you if you he's got to have someone watching the cameras then like live he's got to have someone watching cameras live otherwise like what difference does yeah. it make it's isn't he being on. in the movie isn't he busy? <laughs> know, right <laughs> that's so fucked up it's it was oh. just dude it robots. Made me stop. 
robots that are like monitoring the laborers to make sure they don't fuck up boss's bag is like Fuck. wow like we're there it's Ooh. like i've got these robo pinkertons i've hired to club the shit out of you for putting right. my insurance at risk for this production that's uh that's the first because he got like a lot of positive press attention for screaming at two um crew laborers for not wearing masks which is like fair enough but th- did you hear the the quote that he did was like scary he was like if i see you do this again you're fucking gone and it was yeah. because they were standing too close together it wasn't even like mm. I, I don't know i feel like he's he's taking this to a place of like let me punish the crew who makes like 0.001 percent of what i do instead of like let me right. like he's in a position where he could maybe you know pressure the industry he works in to uh, have you know provide what people need to be safe about it instead of screaming at individuals. But the point is, he got robots. His solution was robots. What the fuck? <laughs> I it's great, you know. Sure. I had to laugh. I had to laugh. Bought it up. Okay, Tom Cruise is, has purchased a fleet of Xenus. Do we know what 10%. it costs? <laughs> Do you know what that costs? It's just so I, funny. Again, like the the. The costs that the wealthy will incur to like solve a problem that could probably be done a, a completely other way, but you'd rather just be like, nah, fuck that. Like, how do I just club these people with robots or something? How do I scare the <laughs> right. shit out of them rather than maybe like invest that more into more safety on the set? Like, how can fuck. I protect the crew versus like, how can I like punish the crew for not protecting me but maybe, carefully hey, enough? Maybe or, he's projecting because I know. You know, he did leave the set, right, to go spend some time with his son, Connor, who's a DJ. So who knows? Maybe he had a rough time with his son trying to be cool. And like his son's like, wait a second. He's like, dad, that's not that's not trap step. And he's like, oh, no. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm getting robots. Fuck you. Like, I don't know. He's got a he's got a DJ son. I thought I kept really careful track of which celebrities had DJ sons. I didn't know Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I knew yes. Ryan Phillippe had a DJ son. I definitely He's knew like, Tom Hanks had a DJ son. What's the son. city wow. that they that they run out in Florida? Is that St. Petersburg? Uh, or... maybe. I Wait, don't know. hold on. Someone tell me in the in the chat. Scientology city. Florida. Yeah, Deacon Phillippe, Reese Weatherspoon, and Ryan Phillippe's son. He's a Clearwater DJ. Mm. Oh, Clearwater. Uh, yes, in Clearwater, but like you know he. Like, there's just some sick photos of him, like, boat DJing and shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't is you? It, you know what I mean? I guess so. Is DJ just the easiest job? Like, I just don't under... Like, it's every... That's DJ Daniel. That's true. <laughs> oh, no. That's you know true. I, mean? I just See, don't get... It is the that. go-to nepotism job. Oh. Yeah, because... Is it nepotism? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it nepotism? Like, it's not well, like your dad's well, DJ, so you just... Yeah, you fell into it. Well, but, but... your status, right? Like he's right. he has status from his dad. Yeah, and he can because... enter with an audience. At and the, top. the great the reason okay. with DJing is too is like you can you can fucking pull some you can you can fuck around there you could there's fuckery involved you can just have <laughs> someone completely mix the set for you and you just you get up there and you press play and you just start pantomiming all the shit you see on YouTube that you think DJ should be doing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm twisting this knob and my hands in the air. And then like, but it's all recorded. You know what I mean? So and then that allows people to who aren't DJs to be like, oh, I'm DJing here tonight or whatever. Right. right. And then there's, there's no skill involved. You just be like, I'm standing in front of a laptop turning knobs for a couple hours to a premix set. And I'm gonna call that DJing like motherfuckers right. out here actually doing that. So. There are real. I'm not saying that DJ as a as a full job is a fake thing. I'm saying the way celebrities' childrens do it is plugging in an iPhone and screaming for three hours. Oh yeah, look. If you're out here, uh, look. I'm old school. If you're out here fucking lugging around milk crates of vinyl and you're setting up <laughs> yeah. your heavy ass direct drive techniques, twelve hundred, you know, mark whatever. You know, and your proper Vestax mixer, and you got in the coffin case, and that's like, and plus you got to bring an amp and p- fucking speakers and all that shit. I, uh, okay, that shit is difficult. I remember having them, but you know, it was a long time. It was a long time. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, DJ Tom Daniel, he's, robots. 
Shout, shouting out the lingo in the chat. You know, all my DJs oh, know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Connor Cruz, if you're interested, uh, at the Connor Cruz on Instagram. Just wow. Sure. And now if we, if we want to him. harass him or like just tell him that just he check sucks. Out his, just check his out his fucking music. lifestyle, dude. He <laughs> clearly fucks music. with Kobe Bryant and uh, fucking what's that dude? The wide receiver from uh, Julian Edelman. There's a lot of pics of these guys on his IG and a tomahawk <laughs> steak. You know, boat DJ shit. <laughs> oh, Connor. full disclosure. I I did. Um, I was the game master at his laser tag birthday in two thousand four. Really? Two thousand? No, two thousand three. Major. Look, I'm out here. Okay, I've had every job. People always ask how many jobs have I had. I've had all of them. Anyway, Corey, <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by today and joining us on this ramble filled excursion of our america uh where can people find you and follow you and what's a tweet that you like oh yeah um so i'm on i'm on twitter and instagram generally at tori glass t-o-r-i glass and uh yeah favorite tweet i gotta say um my favorite tweet right now is probably like man it looks like the patriot act is finally gonna catch some patriots (laughs) (laughs) damn yeah right oh man that's yeah it's funny how like you find yourself being like yeah fbi wait 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 hold on i know i know (laughs) (laughs) your body's like conflicted oh my god oh uh yeah it is it's truly something else in the chat i just sent you a a flick of connor cruz if you want to see his vibes his boat vibes and his fishing sunglass oh. vibes anyway just something to look at uh oh, okay sick reflection yeah Connor. i know i know yo he can fish so he's pulling out fucking fish grouper bro you know what i mean deep Whoa, drop that's a huge <laughs> i don't know what that means hashtag oh. game of thrones is what he labeled a uh, grouper that he caught <laughs> i guess that means it's epic <laughs> Uh, hey, fish um, Twitter. Let me know what that means if you do Game of Thrones on a on a catch. Hashtag pick. King. Hashtag Smoker. Hashtag Winning. Okay, Connor. All right. Love you. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Love That's that. Like, for you. He's so protected. You know what I mean? Like yeah. none yeah. of our shit talk could ever. And I honestly respect that. And I'm jealous. You know, like when you're in the Matrix, like that hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like it's like yo, none of y'all can get to me. Um, <laughs> Jamie, what about you? Thank you again for joining me today. Oh thrilled where do they find you follow you what's the tweet you like uh you can find me on twitter at jamie loftus help or instagram jamie curry superstar uh listen to lolita podcast that is still has a couple episodes left Mm -hmm. and um let me see i'll shout out a, a little tweet oh this made me laugh this morning from um jensen mccray in 2023, Phoebe Bridgers is going to drop her third album, and the opening track will be about hooking up in a car while waiting in line to get vaccinated at Dodger Stadium, and it's going to make me cry. <laughs> Good oh, shit. shit. Yeah. At Jensen underscore McCray. Oh, man. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. You can find the show at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Uh, we got a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post the episodes and our footnotes. Thank you. Uh, But first, let me tell you the tweets I like. Okay, first one, it's actually really one. And it was from earlier in the week, or last week, but I just thought it was so funny. Uh, It's a quote tweet from at allegedly Miri, Miri, intravenous de Milo. Um, First, the quote tweet is of a Kanye tweet from 2018, December 13. It says, "I I will never make a diss record. And then she tweeted, I didn't know Kanye was Italian. And that should make me laugh. I will never make a diss record. Okay, fool. Uh, so stupid. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the I fuck? Like, and I was like, I will thing? never make a diss record. I will never make a diss record. Oh, yeah. my God. You love some old-timey Italian <gasps> jokes. Fun. Well, uh, yeah. Um, like that. So follow us in all those places. <laughs> We're out here uh, on the daily. Catch us on the trending episode. And the song we're going to write out on is a remix from these two gentlemen. Uh, Run the Jewels, I believe is what they're called. LP. Elp? Maybe it's LP Elp. or Elp. I think it's and Elp. And Mike the Killer. No, Killer Mike. And 
This is I'm, I'm, I'm done fucking around. Nice. It's a remix of Ooh La La, but it's the Mexican Institute of Sound remix, and this shit fucking goes. <laughs> like the first one obviously had its own like DJ Premier uh gangstar like flip on it, but this with like the 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 music, oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Get your get your dancing shoes on. So check that out. Let's go into the week on that one. Uh, and you Godspeed to all of us as we enter this new age or the age we've always been in. But welcome y'all to some of y'all for seeing it for what it is. All right. Until next time, we will see you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You go hold the egg. Waiter, bring the check. When we talk, we collision the car. Keep us in your thoughts. Really dressed at the crack of dawn. Weapons heading off. I can hear them from the block. See them creeping through the floor. Season's greetings like greedy season can start. Oh my God. Look alive. Looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid. I am the guy. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Stay up.